Hi everyone, um, welcome back to episode four of I'm Still Growing. For this episode, Mia and I wanted to talk about um, two pretty big and relevant topics to us, um, career and school. Obviously, we've mentioned how we met at an internship, um, which it's funny how internships are kind of like a cross between career and school. Like you feel like you're getting a little bit of professional experience, but you're still very much a student. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, we both have acknowledged before recording this that this is a nerve-wracking topic. Um, but I think it's really important to talk about because I think like there are so many people who can relate to like the trials and tribulations of, you know, figuring out one, figuring out what you want to do with your life and two, like successfully executing it. Because mm-hmm. it's a very different thing to be like, I want to be this versus like actually figuring out how to do that and like being happy doing it. Um And I know for me, like, this is a really, really, like, relevant topic to me right now. Um, I graduated from college back in May, and it's definitely been, like, a weird time. I feel like on one hand, I've stayed, like, really, really busy up until this point. Now things are slowing down a bit. And, um, you know, there's, like, not only a writer's strike, but now, like, an actor's strike going on right now. So to be someone who's pursuing a career in entertainment like it's just not very timely for this to be happening like like the writers literally went on strike on like may 1st like the first day of the month of graduation and i mean it's just shitty it is just shitty and while i support the cause like it definitely it's like a lot of people are out of work right now and i think especially for you know recent graduates like young people trying to get their first job in the industry like it's a really tough time and so i think like even though it's really scary, like, this episode is actually, like, really important to talk about. Yeah, I do have to shout out Megan. She's so... <laughs> no, one of the things I really admire the most about you is how busy you make yourself. Oh, thank you. Like, you are so determined. You're willing to try this and try that and learn about this and learn about that. And you do it with such grace oh. and without a fear that I think most people have. Or at thank least it you. doesn't come off as, like, you're fearful, which is really cool. Like, you have a... A sort of bravery when it comes to your career that I really admire and I'm trying to work on for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. It is really scary. I am going into my senior year mm-hmm. and I'm just trying to balance. I think for me the hardest part is like trying to figure myself out at the same time mm-hmm. while also like having to figure out what I want to do yeah um and that's really scary because like sometimes it feels like if you put your if you like go head first into one you you leave behind the other mm. like choosing a career over like your personal yeah self, like sometimes I feel like because when I mean I went abroad and then this summer I was working on this and working at a burger joint so it was a little different but when I was interning, I felt like, and and doing school at the same time, I felt like there was not as much room for me to explore myself because I was just busy all the time. Um, But this is one of those topics that I think at our age makes us feel really isolated. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think I've ever talked to one person that feels like I feel like I'm lost on my own Mm. when we're all a little bit lost when it comes to this. Yeah. I mean, sure, you might know exactly what you want to do, but the feelings of feeling like there's distance between you and your success is really scary. Yeah. And figuring out how to develop this sort of patience 
and calmness about going on a certain path is mm-hmm. really, really hard. Totally. For anyone and whatever yeah. they want to do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like I'll probably end up talking a lot about myself in this episode. So, like, my apologies if that annoys anyone. But, um, you know, for me, I when I was, like, having to apply to colleges, like, my senior year of high school, I just had this, like, really, like, weird but strong pull inside of me that was, like, telling me to be an actor. It was, like, the weirdest thing in the world. I really, I don't know where it came from. It kind of just, like, showed up one day because I wasn't an actor really as a kid. Like, I was a dancer. Mm -hmm. Um, I had done, like, a few shows, like, when I was really, really little, like, six or seven. I was, like, a background character in, like, musicals or whatever. Um, But then once I started dancing, that took up my entire life. So it's not like I even had time to, like, be an actor as a teenager. It wasn't something I was interested in. And so then to have this, like, really strong urge to the point where, like, it was plaguing my life. Like, I couldn't ignore it. It was all I thought about all the time Um, when I was a senior in high school. Like, it was hard because I was just like, I don't even know what to do with this. Like, I don't know how to go about exploring this passion. So I ended up just applying to, like, quote-unquote, more traditional colleges. And I went to the University of Maryland for one semester, and that's, like, the most miserable I've ever been in my life. And it wasn't because I didn't meet nice people. It wasn't because the school wasn't fun. It was just because I felt like I had this dream inside of me that I was like letting shrivel up and like not pursue. And like, it's so weird to think back because it feels like a different lifetime ago and a different version of myself. But I remember like, I wouldn't even go out on the weekends. Like I used to just like, my friends would be like, come on, come out. And I'd be like, no, I'm okay. And I would just like, stay in my dorm room on a Saturday night and just like watch YouTube videos about like how films were made because I was just so desperate to be a part of that world and I didn't know how to and you know obviously the entertainment industry is like notoriously difficult bless you (laughs) notoriously difficult to like crack into so it can be super intimidating but I think like once I made the decision I was like I cannot stay at this school any longer I don't know what I'm going to do instead but like I'm I'm so like not myself here like I just I can't stay so I decided to leave and I ended up taking a year off of school which was really really scary and by the time I got to the end of that year it had been so long since I'd been in school that I was like scared to go back um the decision to go to NYU was not an easy one at all um I really I I didn't want to go back to school and my first day at NYU I was planning to drop out um like, I was sitting in my first class thinking I was going to go to the admissions office and drop out after. What and would you have done instead? Like, I, I have no idea. I probably would have just tried to pursue an acting career on my own, and I'm, I'm so thankful that I stayed at NYU. Like, I remember being in that class, and um, it was a producing class, and I just remember sitting there and being like, this actually isn't that scary, Um, and these people are actually kind of interesting and this professor is actually really nice. And so I was like, you know what, like, I think I'm just going to give this a chance. And like, obviously I stayed ever since and I graduated and it was the best decision I've ever made. And I'm, I'm not saying that lightly because I I don't even want to know what my life would look like right now if I hadn't stayed. Cause I think like, I knew I wanted to be an actor, but there's so many other things I found out about myself at NYU. And that's why I think there's like such a beautiful gift in being able to get an education and a higher education because I realized 
I love to write. I realized I love to produce. I, I met people who I've now collaborated with on projects and like I went abroad and I got to do, I got to study acting in London. Like I never would have been able to do that just mm -hmm. on my own independently. Um, and so I think like, but, but it, it reminds me of a point you were making before about like, I've just had like so many days where I've worried about it never working out. And, but what I've learned over my time at NYU is like, just because you're not achieving exactly what you want to be achieving right now doesn't mean you aren't like receiving blessings and receiving gifts and like mm -hmm. nurturing yourself as, you know, a, an artist. Like, I feel like I have become such a more well-rounded creative because of my time at NYU. And if I had just jumped into a professional career when I was 19, like, I don't think I was ready for it back right. then. So it's like... I'm not exactly where I want to be in terms of like success and I say that with air quotes because success means something different to everyone but like I've tried to accept the fact that like just because you're not doing exactly what you want to be doing doesn't mean there isn't beauty in what you are doing because yeah. like you could be meeting someone that you're going to end up working with on a huge film in like 10 years or something like you just never know so it's like trusting like the journey and trusting like things will happen when they're meant to is really really hard but I think like there is value in that yeah definitely and I think we've also emphasized um in other episodes that we all go through life at a different pace mm. um so comparison is really it's like, a thief of joy it is a thief <laughs> of joy yeah um and I think it's really hard not to be like oh this person got this internship and this person is making this move. This person like, is this age and they've already accomplished this. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's one of those things that, and I think you did this when you realized you couldn't go um, to Maryland anymore. Mm. I think when it comes down to it, and this is maybe one of the hardest things to do ever when it comes to anything in life, is follow your gut and yeah. listen your intuition and and I'm not saying that like oh if you don't feel like working right now like don't work and don't try <laughs> this and don't try that but yeah. try I think it, it's hard to find a balance between accepting like self-acceptance and and self-celebration and and you know being proud of where you are in your process and it, it, I think I, this is, and this is an episode that I was kind of scared to, yeah, to, to film, yeah. um, because I think I personally struggle with, you know, celebrating what I have done and have accomplished and like putting myself in these situations that make me a little uncomfortable that are necessary for growth when it comes to pursuing a career. Yeah. Um, I guess when it comes to me, I applied to NYU early decision. I applied to the business school, Stern, but I always, I always knew, I, I applied, I always knew I wanted to go into entertainment. Like my essay was about how I felt like mm -hmm. um, business was a bridge for art mm -hmm. and to connect people um, because the reality of it is at the end of the day, like we cannot, we will not see a film, we will not see a TV episode without 
deals and marketing and yeah, yeah and all of these business elements like it is a business at the end of the day it, it is a yeah. business yeah and it, it doesn't necessarily mean that that's a bad thing but it's just like that is how it works and I, I think I was always really fascinated with how like business can connect people mm -hmm. um, and my mom was a she ran a couple of film festivals in Miami and in Paris and so I grew up like watching a lot of film, foreign film. I don't think I have, I ever knew that. It's cool. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of how I got into it. And mm -hmm. she lived in France for half the year. So our love language really became like watching shows and movies. Mm. Um, yeah, like she showed us a lot of classics when we were younger. Like I remember I watched like Gone with the Wind when I was 10 years old. Like, that is not really something that you show a 10-year-old because it's three hours long. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I always knew that that's what I wanted to do. Um, and I think when I got to NYU, there's so many awesome opportunities, but I think where I struggle sometimes is that I'm scared to take them. Yeah. And it's not something I'm proud of. It's actually one of the things I'm maybe most insecure about is I find that I have a hard time asking for help. Mm -hmm. And I think that comes from just like the nature of who I am. I'm, I'm a very independent person. Yeah, I can confidently say that I've taken care of myself for like a lot of my life. Mm -hmm. um, and I think when it comes to asking for help, I have this physical block where it's like, it's really hard. It's really hard. Like yeah. networking has been something that I've struggled with, and I'm sure there are a lot of people who can say the same. Like, mm -hmm. I, I guess I, I don't know. I mean, I mean you're so good at it. So, like, can you explain <laughs> a little bit more? Like, well, thank you. I appreciate. Yeah. That. But um, I, I think like, I mean, obviously, every day is going to be different. Like, things come in waves. I think I go through periods where I feel like really confident about what I'm doing, and other periods where I'm like what the fuck am I doing with my life? Like, I just think, you know, kind of tying everything we've been talking about together, there's always going to be so much comparison. I've dealt with that a lot these past few years, not only comparing myself to like other young actors who are accomplishing like so many amazing things at such a young age, but also to the people around me who are pursuing completely different careers. Cause okay. it's like, you know, like someone I know like graduated from college a couple years ago and is making like, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year like doing something totally different than I am and something that I would not enjoy at all however it is really hard to be like they have security. did I yeah did yeah. I make the wrong choice but I think at the end of the day like as long as you're staying true to who you are and you're pursuing something that you love like it is going to work out and so I think with networking like it's interesting because the nature of being in the entertainment business is dealing with a lot of no's mm -hmm. a lot of closed doors like I can't even tell you like how many times I've like been told responses. no. Yeah, yeah or you just don't get a response, response at all. Yeah. And it's a horrible, horrible feeling. And, you know, we've talked about it in other episodes how we're both sensitive people. And I think for me, like, I've really had to build a thicker skin. And that's still something I'm working on doing. So I think in terms of networking, like, I've just tried to, like, just, just not take things as personally. Like, you know, you could reach out to, like, 
10 different people wanting to connect and like maybe nine of those people don't respond to you but that one person who responds to you you build like an amazing connection with and you end up like working together in the future like it's just like things are going to feel personal at the end of the day but it's like it's just something you have to get comfortable doing and like I said some days I'm way more confident than I am like others but I think like I kind of see networking almost as this like parallel to auditioning it's like yeah you're either gonna be the right person for a role you're gonna be the right person for someone to connect with or you're not and at the end of the day like even though that can feel like a personal rejection like who you are is who you are and that's going to be right for something and it's going to be right for someone like you know so it's like I've just tried to view it in that way like if I don't get a response from this person it doesn't mean I suck like it just means it can mean many different things either they are super busy or you know you're not the right fit for them like it just it doesn't mean that you're worthless basically but I do have to say I think like as young women it is really hard to advocate for yourself it's hard to feel comfortable asking for help just because like we don't want to be seen as weak or Mm -hmm. unintelligent or less than you know but I think it's like at the end of the day the only way you're going to learn is by asking questions and by having experiences and you know I think like you'll end up working for people who actually like encourage that because I've had some internship experiences that like really fucking sucked Mm-hmm. you know like where it's like I just felt like I wasn't being valued as a human and that's an awful feeling but like then it makes the internships and the jobs where you do feel valued like all the better right um but I think it's just it's it's really hard comparison and you know feeling rejected like they're just they're things that everyone goes through but it doesn't mean like they don't hurt like yeah. it's really hard yeah and, and it's not only like the rejection I think it's also really hard to just like send the message like I think that's the hardest part for me yeah to have the guts to send something out I I think one thing that I could say I'm not qualified to give anyone advice but something that I try to do is like think about like what's the worst thing that's gonna happen I truly think the worst thing that's gonna happen is that you don't get a response and like even though that might sting or burn a little bit like you're gonna be able to dust yourself off and move on like yeah I just think like it's better to take risks it's better to send the message than regret never sending it and wonder what could have happened and that's kind of how I felt about pursuing this career altogether I'm like if I don't at least try I'm always gonna wonder what could have been yeah like it's gonna be like really hard but it's better than like having regrets you know no yeah you're 100% right um and then just in terms of like finding your voice Hmm. I think it takes a while for a lot of people to realize that what they say and and what they can contribute has value totally I mean I think it's like going back to what you were saying before about figuring things out about yourself while Mm -hmm. simultaneously figuring things out about like what you want to do with your life like building up personal confidence kind of goes hand in hand with building building up like professional confidence because it's like it's very easy to get insecure in like a professional scenario. And so like, I think going back to like those building blocks for yourself and like telling yourself every day, like I am worthy of like my dreams. Mm -hmm. I'm worthy of like pursuing what I want to pursue. I add value to a situation. You know, I add positive energy to a room. Like they're, they're hard things to like keep believing, but like they are true. And like, I think like, I don't know. I mean, the professional 
career system in America is it, it's been the way it is for like a long time. It's like you pretty much have to start from the bottom rung. I mean, I guess there's like a select few who don't because of like nepotism or something. I don't know. Um, but I think like having to build your way up is difficult, but it makes success more worth it. Like rather yeah. than just being like handed something, like I think like having to struggle and like navigate for yourself is like, and advocate for yourself is, you know, at the end of the day, that's what's going to like, that's what's going to separate the people who like are really serious about something versus people who are just going to go off and, and do something else, you know? Yeah. And I think like those struggles and, and I'm having like, a, a, I'm having a hard time talking about this because I still feel like I'm like so deep in the struggle. Yeah. But I think that's what's so important is so many people feel that way. I feel right. that way too. Right. hundred percent. Um, and I was about to say, I think those struggles eventually, and, and we'll hear a lot of people who are very successful talk about failure and how, mm-hmm. you know, those failures actually added a lot more value because they take those failures, like failures on a, I mean, unless it's like, you know, a financial crisis. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's a little bit different, but failures on a resume look really good because you know what they look like and you know how to avoid them. Mm-hmm. Um And I think it goes the same as, it's just about learning. Yeah. And I mean, obviously the two of us are talking about like kind of a specific industry. Right. But I would imagine that it applies to a lot of different industries as well. I mean, I feel like, I mean, just like the time that we're at in our lives, I feel like this ends up being like a hot topic in conversation with friends. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think I have a single friend who like feels one, completely satisfied in their career and two like not at all lost because it's like you could have like a really high paying job but like absolutely hate it yeah or you could love what you do and be struggling right now to make enough money but you love what you're doing like there's so many different scenarios to be in and like I think it should be more normalized and more talked about to like not feel like you have your shit together yeah and like we just talked to your friend Grace recently who is you know I guess pursuing but also like completely like doing like a music career right now um and I thought our interview with her was really interesting because from the outside she's someone who really seems like you know she has things together she just performed at Radio City Music Hall just released an EP and she's what 21 years old yeah freshly 21 yeah just turned 21 yeah which is crazy to to watch her do that things and and it's yeah, hard, honestly, it's hard yeah. as her friend to watch her and, and not compare where both of us are. Like, it's so awesome to see her and I'm still at school and that's normal. And yeah. for us to be on two different paths doesn't mean that I'm going to be any less successful. It just means yeah. that, like, our path to get there is going to be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, she is really amazing. Um Maybe we should share a yeah, little we're gonna snippet put in of her a little interview. Clip of her interview right now. And you, you briefly mentioned you talked about like being fearful of not making the right decision. Mm-hmm. Can you I- explore that topic a little more? Like, yeah. is that something that comes up often? Because yes. <laughs> I mean, we just told the audience that like you're about to perform at Radio City. You're coming out with an EP. Like Huge, from yeah. from a bird's eye view and from far away, you look like you have your shit together. <laughs> I think, well, thank you. Um, I think, I think that 
I think I, I overall, like, if I quiet my, like, anxious voices, like, yes, I'm, like, I feel really good about where like what I doing. am, yeah, and, like, the momentum that I built. I think, though, I definitely have, a, like, a reoccurring thought that, like, maybe I'm not, like, capitalizing on a moment, like, as much as I should. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, I think, was the fear like before when the song was like when growl was like I don't really like this song that much but if I don't but if and if I do sign with someone are they just gonna put this song out and then mm-hmm. leave me high and dry and like not want to develop me further and not mm-hmm. you know yeah. I, like I don't have a team it's just me so yeah it's not like I've done any of the real groundwork like I'm not ready to have a big song like I, I, I wasn't ready and I'm glad that I had like the foresight on that like mm-hmm. looking back I'm glad that I had the foresight on that because even if everything had gone well I think it would have been really overwhelming and I don't know like where I'd be now yeah. um whereas now I feel like it's I've taken the slower route where just like consistently putting out music and like luckily some like I'm super grateful that like touring opportunities have come up and just yeah. like figuring out what I want to say and like what my sound is because that also took a while that took yeah. like years of working with so many I probably have like 200 songs that would or like that I've written with different producers and stuff yeah um I feel like it's one of those things once you get known for a certain kind of sound people have trouble seeing you in any other way yeah so it seems like you're handling it and like and going about it in a really like smart and like mature way I feel like because I feel like it's (laughs) I don't know I mean I'm not in the music industry whatsoever but I think just from observing it seems easy for like young people to kind of be like swept up into this like glamorous like life and then like you said sometimes like people like producers can leave people high and dry Mm -hmm. like use them for what they can get out of them but not actually like develop them so they can have like longevity in their career so I I I think that's admirable yeah 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 and is there anything you think you would tell your younger self we love that question yeah we do love that question um (laughs) because the reality of this is like how can we ever know if we're making the right decision yeah yeah that is something that I've had to tell myself recently like it's like not uh, yeah, you will never know what the path that you didn't take would be, yeah. and all you can really do is try to, like, find, make the decision that in the moment you, like, feel makes you the happiest and, like, that you think will play out, like, the best in that, you know, just, like, in in that moment, what is your, like, gut telling you? And I've been trying yeah. to, like, also listen to, like, my physical body, like, more, like, yeah, like, that's an interesting point. To yeah, me. yeah, yeah, I mean, because especially my head is so, like, I have so many different thoughts and, like, swirling around, yeah, and different reasonings and whatever, so, like, I feel like trying to, to, like, feel in my body, like, what feels right has yeah. been, like, helpful, but, um, what was the last question? Oh, advice for my younger self. Yeah. yeah, like, is there one thing that yeah. you, from all of these crazy experiences that I've watched you go through, like... Such a, like, a young age, at too. Such yeah, a young true, age I wonder, like, that is really crazy that you've been along for, like, all of it. Yeah, well, it blows my mind, because I'm just, like, I'm going to school, and you're, like, in meeting rooms with, like, insane people. Is there something that you, not maybe not even career-wise, that you take mm-hmm. from the experience that, like something that you kind of learned from life about this? Because it's a very unique experience. There's not many people that can say mm-hmm. that they're doing what you're doing at your age. I feel like I have, like, a few things. Go for it. Like, okay. one, I feel like it's important to stay grounded, like, mm-hmm. and, like, ha- have your friends around you and, like, your family. And, 
and also just like in that staying grounded like you know you need to reality check yourself sometimes like your whole life is not on your phone and it's not like yeah the opinion of strangers and uh yeah I think just or like the number of views that you mm. get on like a, a certain video like I think when what if you pay too close like attention to the wrong things it can get really like crushing soul crushing mm-hmm. um and especially because like when you zoom out you know like you never know when if you're on this exponential like growth you never know like when it's the the divots and whatever yeah. so right. I think like I think advice for myself as like before and also just now is just like always just keep at it like even if you feel like you're in a moment of like stagnation if you are actively like looking around being like okay that's like not working maybe like let's try like something else and just like constantly like pivoting and keeping like trying different things and experimenting with different things like you'll always like make progress I feel like yeah yeah um also just like chill out (laughs) you'll be fine worrying about something like three times as much doesn't mean you're like more productive okay so that was a little bit of our conversation with Mia's friend Grace Inger um we're very grateful that she came on the show and gave us her time um I think our conversation with her made me think of a few different things like she talked about the fear that she's not capitalizing on a moment. And I think that like reigns true like so much for me and probably like a lot of other people. I think it's like, I've talked about in other episodes, like this fear of aging that I've had these past few years. And I think it goes back to being like, okay, well I'm 20 right now. These people are accomplishing this at 20. Like, oh no, if I don't accomplish this by this time or like specifically with acting, like you're gonna age out of roles eventually. And I think especially for women, that's like a huge like fear. But at the end of the day, that's what I kind of was talking about having to like relinquish myself to is like things will be right for you when they're right for you. Like maybe you're not meant to play this big part when you're like 21. Like Grace also talked about like how she's kind of grateful that like these really huge things didn't happen for her at a younger age because she wasn't ready for them yet. Yeah. And that's how I kind of like feel and what I was talking about. Like if I had just gone out and tried to pursue a professional career at 19 like I think I was meant to have more life experiences and I was meant to go to college and like and that's not for everyone but I think that's what was meant for me yeah um I don't know if like you can relate to that no I can I can definitely relate to that I don't have as much clarity because I'm like really really in it and mm-hmm. as I've already yeah. said <laughs> five times um I did listen, and I and I love what Grace had to say. I also listened to, I think it might have been, like, the Hot Wings interview with Rosalia. Mm-hmm. Um, she talked about how she, I think she might have, like, auditioned for, like, America's Got Talent, or maybe she auditioned for something and didn't get it, or she mm-hmm. was rejected a lot. Um, they asked her about, you know, were there ever things she regretted, or, like, you know, she kind of became famous maybe a little later than most people that are out there. I, I, I can't really remember exactly how they phrased the question. Mm-hmm. But her answer to the question was like, I am really, something along the lines of like, I'm really proud of myself because the entire time I felt like I was exactly where I was supposed to be mm-hmm. always, even if it wasn't the most like insane, you know, part Levels of my of success, career. Yeah. yeah. 
she was like, I always tried to ground myself in I'm learning from this, like I am experiencing this right now and what I'm experiencing right now is what matters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was really well said. Mm-hmm. Like I think we spend a lot of our time worrying, which is totally normal because this is like our life's path. Yeah. Um, but I think it would be, I'm trying to make it as enjoyable for myself as possible. Yeah by embracing where I am and being like, you know, if you look at it bird's eye view, you would have to be here to get to the other destination where you want to end up. So why do we uh, celebrate the destination and not the starting place? Mm -hmm. Like both are just as important. Or celebrate the journey. And the The journey, journey, I I mean, I I don't want to be corny. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I think it's, yeah, at risk of sounding corny, it's like I think it's important to find the beauty and the struggle because like you know as off or, or you know contradictory as that may sound like any moment in your life there's something you can find to be grateful for or something you can find to learn from you know even in like the deepest pits of struggle or loneliness or feeling lost like there is something there that's like valuable to you yeah um and like not that this was something that Grace talked about at all, but I, I, it just made me think of it. And I actually, you know, started to think about how many times I've, I've read this little speech over the past few years. And it's, um, I don't know if people are too familiar with it, but like Steve Jobs, it's like kind of his, like some of his final words before he passed away. And he's obviously seen as like one of the most successful people to Mm -hmm. have like ever lived. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm definitely paraphrasing, but he was basically talking about how like, people see like the pinnacle of like success as being like wealthy and he's like I have all the wealth in the world like I can pay someone to go grocery shopping for me I can pay someone to drive me around but like I cannot pay someone to take on my sickness for me Mm -hmm. and he's like at the end of my life like I realize what matters most is not the money like this money is fleeting I'm gonna die and leave this money behind it's not going to be mine anymore but it's like friendship and family and like doing what makes you happy like grace talked about like at the end of the day like just doing what makes you happiness like happiest like i think like that's what i've tried to see more as success now rather than like having a lot of money and having a big house like those are like nice things but at the end of the day like if you're not happy with yourself you're not happy with the relationships you have like none of that is going to like be able to make you happy and like I I don't know I just think hit this the speech that like anyone can look up online like it's just really moving and really powerful because it's like here's a man who's seen as like who will go down in history books as being like the pinnacle of success right and yet like he he couldn't pay someone to you know save his life like yeah no definitely I think when it comes to navigating this topic it's about perspective Mm -hmm. um and obviously when we say like, you know, money doesn't matter, it does matter because yeah, like you need course. to like have a to survive. To survive. Yeah. Um, but I think what you were talking about, Megan, is, is beautifully said. Like I think we we put a lot of value or our society does puts a lot of value in one form of success. And as and while it is there and we can reach it, I think it's important that right we recognize what we are already successful at and I Mm -hmm. think that can 
that can bring a, a sort of reassurance to yourself about who you are at the present moment. And I, and we talked about this in, um, in our first episode, you don't want to get to a point where you're older and, and when you're older, that's when you finally grow appreciation mm-hmm. for who you were. And you have regrets. Yeah. 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 I just think like, <laughs> I feel like this episode has felt very, uh, narcissistic for me and like self-involved but I think it is important for us to recognize like it's okay to talk about ourselves sometimes um and you know this was just making me think like I I put on a play I guess that was like almost six months ago at this point and that was like a huge win for me like it's not like a thousand people came to see it like it was pretty much just my friends and family that came to see it but like I just remember feeling so proud of myself. Yeah. I'm like, I set out to do something that was like fucking terrifying and like I did it. And it doesn't matter how many people were in the were in the audience. Like you could do something to like a sold out crowd of a thousand people or you could do something to 10 people, but it's like, you still did it. You still yeah. put yourself out there and you overcame that fear and like you accomplished something. And I think like right now with like all the strikes going on, like there isn't a lot of opportunity to like, be creative and feel creatively fulfilled and so I think like at the end of the day like you got to have your own back and it's like you just have to keep producing things for yourself that make you happy you like just do one little thing for yourself every day like whether it's sending an email to that person like having the guts to send that email whether it's applying to the job even though you don't think you're gonna get it or it's writing that script like I just think like it's so important for us when we're at this age to like understand that like even though the world has these like really high and unrealistic expectations for us, like it is totally okay if like the only thing you did today was like survive and like, you know, do that one thing for yourself that keeps you going. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I feel like this episode has been hard to record because it's like we're talking about things that we're experiencing in real time. Like we don't have the perspective yet of them or the bird's eye view. But like, I just think like we have to be a little bit kinder to ourselves yeah and and I think kinder and and don't be afraid to do something a little bit outside of the box mm-hmm. I feel like even I'm really proud of myself that I was like all right Megan like let's do it let's do like, the podcast let's, yeah let's do the podcast <laughs> I'm serious Literally, yeah I'm someone who always struggled I've always wanted to create something mm-hmm. and Megan is a veteran when it comes to that but I'm that. not this is like the first time that I've made something by myself and I that makes me really proud because I'm being vulnerable and I'm you know even if it is just like people we know who are listening which is so awesome and we appreciate everyone totally but we're still doing it yeah yeah I think that was something that me and I like agreed on from the beginning is like maybe two people listen to this podcast maybe two million people listen to this podcast like we we don't know, but, like, at the end of the day, we're just going to do it anyway because it's it's going to make us, you know, feel happy and it's going to be valuable to us. Yeah. So maybe that's a good way to end the episode. Definitely. Keep your chin up, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. You're doing amazing. <laughs> yeah. No, actually. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye.